The first step in getting closer to God is to realize that you need to or that you want to. And the second step in getting closer to God is to realize that it's possible. I want to encourage you to check out my book, Getting Closer to God, Anthologies from the Forefront Trilogy, Book 2. I think this will really be helpful to you in your pursuit of the Lord and help you understand what I learned over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthologies from the Forefront, Book 2, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon. Welcome to From the Forefront, an FX Missions podcast. Stories about courageous souls who felt the call of missions and obeyed. Hey, reach out to someone and talk to them about From the Forefront. Tell them, hey, look, you've been trying to get inspired to go be engaged in missions, and this is your opportunity. Or rate us on iTunes, either one, up to you. We're excited right now to be joined by some fellow Texans. Yeehaw. <laughs> yes, sir. Can I, Y'all been out of Texas too long. Normally when somebody says, yee-haw, you say. You don't know what we say. (laughs) (laughs) It it has been way too long since y'all were in Texas uh, on any kind of permanent basis. Let me say that. Rodney and Trina Kirkpatrick, welcome to From the Forefront. Great to talk to you, Scott. Great to to be be on the podcast. Just, you know, yee-haw is followed by yee-haw normally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Wow. I feel like we can keep going now. Wow. I was. I felt. I was left hanging so uh, terribly. And of course, you guys uh, have been out of. You know, it's you've been out of country. I I sympathize, empathize, and totally relate. Not at the time, certainly that you guys do. But how long have you? You, you know, we caught up a. a Right about two years ago on the podcast, the other ones that we did was published January 2018. How long have you guys been in South Africa now? Between 12 and 13 years right now. We finished 12 and we're headed towards 13. Wow. Yeah. Well, I take back that yeehaw joke then. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a mini lifetime for sure. Um, Wow. It's hard to hard to imagine it being actually that long. I've I've spoken to a lot of people recently about our time here and it's just time flies. It feels like yesterday, really, when we got here. Man. When there's just been so much happened. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a third of your adult life or something, right? Maybe maybe more. It seem I know it's that long, but it seems like maybe it wasn't, you know, just the way time does its thing it can certainly get away from us. And uh, that's those times when we want to be sure we're doing what the Lord wants us to do and what he's leading us to do, because we're time's going to be spent one way or the other. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys and your service there in Durban, South Africa. And I guess it's been a little while back since we were there. I can't remember the dates, but it seems like a while. About a year from last October, wasn't it? Wow. I I guess it was. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Wow. 
Wow. So that's uh, that's too long. Except my apology for that. I, I would love to uh, to get back. We got that problem of having uh, too many targets and not enough ammo. I guess you guys probably know what that's like too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, thanks for coming on. And I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the season you guys are in. Just kind of give an update in terms of what's going on in South Africa, what's going on with your, your mission there, your ministry, maybe some of the stuff you guys are working on, and then some stuff you're seeing downrange. I think you just told me about there was a, a recent election there. There probably is a lot going on in South Africa. What's notable? If you want to give just some kind of summary of, of what's been going on with you guys and then anything notable in the context. You, you know, you've been somewhere a long time when things that are notable, discord and disruptions and, and the like, um, they don't seem unusual. They don't seem different. They seem just kind of par for the course and part of what it is that, that's going on. We have had very similar experience since we last spoke to you on the podcast naturally and that experience is is one of going very much up and down Mm -hmm. with things like power cuts and water shortages and election riots and violence and, and and that kind of thing but the interesting thing is though that has happened it hadn't really bothered us much would you say babe no, the funny thing is nowadays when we lose a, a internet connection, whenever the internet comes back up, the kids have sent us a message that says something like, oh, power must have gone out. Sorry, love you. Talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're, we've been here long enough to where others, you know, the folks that we're attached to, the folks that we speak to in the first world, they're, they're kind of acclimated to the challenges um, and the like. And Man, it's been a long, incredible journey of learning <laughs> to trust the Lord for things that, you know, I just never really knew you had to trust God for. I thought I knew about that, but living in a third world context has has really redefined that, Scott. And uh, we're we're kind of in a spot here where we're we're looking back on the last thirteen years very reflective at this time because we are we're going to be making a transition for a short period back to the States. And then, then God willing, we're going to be headquartered there in, in the Oxford area of England, just North of London. So this is really a reflective time. Uh, and it's, it's really awesome. Awesome to think about to a lot of the things that God's done. Wow. The reflection there is got to be, I mean, it's bittersweet, right? I mean, you, you look at everything the Lord's done and, and the relationships and the connections you've made and the fruit you've seen as a result of your efforts. And then you also, uh, you know, you, you think about the transition out. I, I know that affects different people in different ways. You know, from my perspective, I'm maybe leaning forward on the masculine side, which also typically means insensitive, <laughs> you know, what, you know, well, yeah. you know, I, 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 sometimes yeah. I think I'm sensitive though, for how insensitive I am. I'm a little bit sensitive. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, Scott, one, but, uh, of the, one of the interesting things about this, you know, 
reflecting the word you guys have used, there's a lot more looking forward in the reflecting because a lot of the people that we've worked with for these years and and discipled and walked alongside of are stepping out into their own ministries and have been doing that for quite a while now. And even several of our Congolese refugees that that we, you know, started with the two chairs under a tree and ended up with 80 guys. They're moving out into their own. I mean, some of them are pastoring churches now and working with other churches. And we've even got several of them that are going overseas to plant themselves in places like France and other areas of Europe to pastor churches Mm. and start works to try and help people that they believe to be kind of in godless areas. So it's kind of cool looking backwards and forwards at the same time. Wow. Yeah, that, that is cool. It's good to, it generates a, a lot of thankfulness I know in your heart. And I feel that too, just about the progress that's being made and the people who are stepping out. I think that's, you know, as a direct result of, your efforts in collaboration with the Lord, that's got to be rewarding. And it also, because there will be some scattering about there, you're going to have a chance to reconnect with those people downrange in a different context. Mm-hmm. That, that to me is also really cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know, the, the fun thing for me, <laughs> you know, Trina's talking about looking forward, but I, like I said, used to think that I was a person with a lot of faith and vision and the like, and just about every aspect, you know, Trina mentioned our work with Congolese refugees. Well, it's there. It's our work with the children's ministries in our North coast area. It's our work with the Zulu pastors in the mountain area that, that we serve. You know, all of those things have taken on a life of their own and expanded way beyond any vision or scope of vision that I had. You know, I've been sharing recently as I've reflected, and it's really changed me to think about the fact that, you know, it's really true in the scripture that your eye hasn't seen and your ear hasn't heard the good things that God has in store for those that love him. And we just have seen more than we had vision for here as we've reflected on the time. And it's it's just a powerful, humbling, incredible experience, truthfully, to see that and just to look at it and think, man, you know, there's no way I'd have ever even touched doing that <laughs> if it weren't for our yeah. God. Yeah. Amen. I think that is super encouraging too, because I, I, you know, the Lord invites us into places that we, of course, cannot go without him. He sets it up like that intentionally. So the collaboration will be assured. (laughs) Yes, sir. But, you know, you know, the little bit of motivation, we get motivation from, in a lot of ways, what we imagine to happen. And that stuff, you know, sometimes happens as we imagine, sometimes it doesn't, but always the Lord exceeds our expectations and in some ways and sometimes in a surprising manner, like you're saying, something we never saw or even considered in advance. And 
Thank God for it. I think when we step out in obedience, we're inviting the Lord. We're going to say, we're saying, Lord, I'm going to obey you. I'm going to do what I can. And I'm going to trust you or count on you or hope you do what only you can do. <laughs> and I think in that obedience, when we are stepping out in obedience, that's the kind of stage that is set. Yeah. For, for fruitfulness. And that's so encouraging yeah. to hear that. What a blessing. Yeah. I, I think if I could tell anybody that faces a, a choice or faces something that, you know, is unknown and daunting, because it certainly was that when we came here, you know, we'd, we'd been in mm-hmm. ministry and done preaching and things like that. That's a whole nother thing that we had a daughter, young daughter with us. We brought our daughter here. And the the crime rate here is very, very daunting compared to anything you could see anywhere in the United States. Finances weren't, you know, exactly super abundant, et cetera, et cetera. But but we did feel like that God had spoken to us. I I just want to encourage encourage people that God can do it if we're just willing to step in the direction he points us to. I mean, he can do more. Yeah, he can do more. And for that matter, he will, if we will. I yeah. think it's pretty simple. I know it's not incredibly deep, but that's really the crux of the matter, Scott. Yeah. Know, if we'll step out, yeah. Yeah. man, the sky is the limit. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's, uh, you know, the Lord sees the end from the beginning, <laughs> right? Amen. And and we, we, we don't even see the end. You know, we see toward in, in whatever insight or prophetic perspective the Lord gives us, we're still obviously seeing in part. And we, the Lord, I think, shows us enough to get us interested. Thank you, Lord, for that. <laughs> yeah, I want to remain interested. But to know that the Lord had a lot of the good works that he invites us into, had them prepared for us before the foundation of the world. Wow. What kind of God are you? <laughs> You are something else, Lord. Yeah, that's very, very encouraging. Very encouraging. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, so you guys are, you're in that process. Our schedule to publish this is toward the end of 2019. And by the time that people hear this, you'll, I think, be back in the States. Is is that right? That's right. We'll be back in the States yeah, we'll have been back in the States several months by the time this is this is published. But one of the things we're really excited about, but also very, uh, very in faith on, we're re, the, the term I believe is rebranding. So we're going to have a new, a new everything, a new picture, a new website, a new new face externally, particularly online. A new new yeah. online presence at, at ircministries.org. And I just hope uh, hope it's effective at communicating to people. I hope it's consistent. I hope it's uh, something that folks enjoy. But, yeah, we're in the middle of that, and I hope people check it out, and it's it's something that they like. Yeah, ircministries, plural, dot org. Yeah. Man, I, I know what you're, I mean, I have a little bit of exposure to what you're saying, and I know every experience is unique in its own ways, but trying to stay up to date with a way to get content to people that's both convenient 
meaningful, available, and accurate, you know, that's not a given (laughs) by any means, you know. Man, we've tried and tried and tried. And honestly, I think maybe in that area, we just hadn't really taken it before the Lord. Um, So what we're doing now, like I said, it's a complete redo, but it requires a good bit more investment, both time and and finance. So, you know, we're we're excited, but Mm. it's new. It's definitely new from in terms of approach for us for the last many years. So it'll be nice to have something that's consistent. Yeah. I mean, with the we've changed websites and blogs and Facebook and whatever so many times trying to get something that worked and was always available. So we're we're excited that this thing will be consistent and and people will actually be able to see, you know, from the start of of who we are till now without interruptions. So. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be great for people to hear Trina's voice too. You know, <laughs> uh, look, I, I like, that. that's right. I know, that's right. I know, I know you may struggle to believe that Scott McClellan, but I, I like it when Trina talks and, <laughs> and has a voice. So that's, that's a, that's a well, well, hopefully this new deal is going to get that done too. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, I honestly have no, no, uh, (laughs) surprise that you like to hear her voice. We're just all wondering if she ever gets an opportunity. (laughs) That's what I was referring to, sir. That's what I was referring to. Brother in Christ. I'm messing with you, bro. I'm messing with you, but I think Trina definitely has got her own gift package to Amen. give and, and you as well. You guys, I mean, this one thing I knew about you guys the first time I met you, which was a little further back than 13 yes, years it ago, was. that yes, uh, it was. the dynamic thing that the Lord was doing by putting you guys together, I think I can remember the actual little phrases there that were used. Not that they're necessary, but you guys are just so unique and so individually powerful and then so diverse in your combination. Thank God for what he's done and bringing you guys together and what he's doing as a consequence of your, of your lives and in him. So that's a lot. I ain't trying to flatter you, but I, I'm thankful. I am. I appreciate we you. Are very blessed. Amen. Well, we appreciate you too. And, and uh, we're trying, trying to grow, grow closer together in the Lord in the process. And, you know, there's nothing like foreign missions to, Push people closer. Push people closer. So. <laughs> you know, Amen. Amen. You know, Scott, I think I think that every person should take the opportunity to go on a foreign mission trip at least once in their life, even if it's not something that they're they're given towards or think that they would enjoy, just to broaden their horizon on who God is to them and what he can do through them. Amen. Mm. Amen. I think one thing that is kind of a a little bit of a theme here, I think, in the conversation so far is uh, what we saw, what we expected and what happened. And, you know, the Lord being present with us all along those engagements, there's something about prosecuting your ideas against reality or even like your self-concept against a different reality than what's normal to you, what's routine to you. 
it shows you some things about yourself, about the situation, about humanity in general, and also about God that you can't learn any other yeah. way. So that to me is a powerful thing that's been true to me. I think it goes back to your point, Trina, what you're saying there, taking a step out that will, the world is what it is around us, except that we can't see it as it is. And then when we take those steps out, we see things, we begin to see things more as they are. And in the process, we see ourselves differently and are changed. So, yeah. Yeah. Powerful. Sorry, I'm going no, on and on no, here, no, but you, no. you're pushing my buttons, and I'm I'm responding. That's good. That's a blessing. Thank you. Yeah, we, uh, we thank you. Can't, uh, so. can't understand, you know. Um, but the reason we can't understand is because we understand. We, 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 <laughs> we think we think a lot about you know some of the turmoil and angst that is we find presently in the United States, and Trina and I talk mm-hmm. real consistently. Scott, you know, what they need to do, people in the United States in general, just like what Trina said, they need to have a little bit of time in Africa, a little bit of time in Central America, a little bit of time outside of America. And the perspective, (laughs) the perspective will let them know that everybody else in the world would love to have the problems that we have in the United States and that we're really complaining about things that aren't worth complaining about. That that right. button that you've got pushed right there is, I just think that's just basic truth. We're praying. We are on the mission field, but we're very much there too. So we're, we love the United States as, yeah. as well. Absolutely. I know that you do. I think, I think what we do that's to our detriment a lot of times is that we, we got a navel gazing issue. You know, we're, we're filling up our problem panorama with whatever's available, whether that's, uh, you know, I can't get my phone to back up to high cloud, you know, or, uh, you know, there's a war in the next County over and, uh, bombs are being dropped. You see yeah. what I mean? That we basically take our problem horizon and we fill it up with whatever it yeah. is that's irritating us, whether it be truly devastating in the sense that, I can't get my phone to back up to iCloud <laughs> or devastating in the sense that people are, uh, there's a lot of life being uh, lost and destruction all around us. And we just, it's almost the same thing yes, to sir. us based on our yeah. point of view. So the Lord wants to expand that point of view and give us some, I think about the story that I read some years ago in a book called Endurance. I don't know if you're familiar with that book. Have you read Endurance? No, I have not, Scott. I, I think you'd love it. And I know you to be a a person who uh, reads. Sure, sure. Well, we'll check it out. Endurance is about a voyage uh, across uh, Antarctica in a ship. One of the things, it's a huge story, extremely powerful and worthwhile for whoever runs across it. But in my, you know, I read, I enjoyed it a lot, but one of the things that I noted, they were sending out a little boat to try to do some rescue. Obviously things dissolved (laughs) while they were going around uh, Antarctica there. And they sent out a little boat and they, one of the things that they did was they filled the bottom of the little boat with rocks, stones, 
And one of the honor, less experienced sailors says, what are you doing? You can't put rocks in the back bottom there. And basically the captain or those people who had experience said, no, we've got to put these rocks in here because it'll create ballast for the craft, for the little boat, so that it's not destroyed by the waves. And I think that's what happens to us when we get out and see things that are not typical to us and the way we've been born and raised, it creates a a depth and a ballast, if you will, some weight on board our ship to keep us from being tossed around by every little wave that comes along. So I hope that seemed as poetic to everyone else as it was to me. No, look, perspective. (laughs) Yeah, uh, for sure. Perspective. Creates uh, weightiness, you know. And I would really recommend that book to you, sure. Endurance. It's a, a harrowing tale of an Antarctic exploration. Wow. Very, very, very powerful book. So we're in the middle of uh, some transition for you guys and, and next steps. You'll be in the States for a while. You'll be um, having your sights set ultimately, as you'd mentioned on Oxford, which is the northern part of London. What are you anticipating there in the, and I know you guys, if I remember right, a lot of your travels as you've traveled to and from uh, Durban, South Africa, you you stopped in and ministered on a routine basis in London over the years. Is something from that time and those relationships, what's calling you, uh, calling you there? How should we understand it? You know, We've always had, in kind of the macro view of our mission calling, the UK and Western Europe as part of the, the framework or the map. And that's that does date now a little bit more than 20 years ago. 1998 is when that was something that um, we felt like we saw real clear. But, of course, it was real general. And the Lord's been kind of filling in the blanks. But we do travel on short-term mission, generally on the way to and fro America from Africa to the UK. Uh, and at times from Africa have traveled to the UK. I mean, we, we have probably been there 15 or 20 times in the last 15 years or so. So we're familiar in that sense with it. And we have a lot of relationships as a result of those. Uh, the mission, though, is is pretty you know, the mission's probably similar in the sense that we're really going to try to bear into relationships and make disciples and and find where God's given us inroad that way. But the folks that we're talking to are really dissimilar from those in Africa. They're very post, even post-Christian. A lot of people that are even our age, Scott, have never been in a church building. They don't know basic Bible stories when you talk to them. So that is not what you typically find, at least culturally, when you're in Africa, whether you're in the African community or the colonial community, the the folks from Western European descent that that live in Africa. So, So it's who we're going to that's really a different audience. They're smart and they think they're smarter than they are. So... You know, uh, it's it's uh, intelligentsia and just all of that kind of thing. But the Lord's definitely given us a burden for them. 
uh, and been speaking to us about it for a long time. And it just recently in the last couple of years has been just mm. kind of giving us the, the full fledged, you need to get up there and do the work that I'm calling you to from there. Scott, another thing that this um, relocating mm. to the London area is going to do for us is open up Europe to ministry. There's a lot of places that we've been asked to come for years and years that we just haven't been able to get there from Africa and do the work that needs to be done there and then get back here where being in centrally located there around London, we'll be able to come back to Africa to do things and do more in Europe on a broader scale going into Russia and Poland and places like that, that we've been asked to go for years. It'll just make it easier travel wise. I think, you know, as well as anybody, when you travel a lot, you get worn out from the travel and it'll make mm. it easier to have the the stamina to do the ministry that we need to do because we won't be having to travel as far. Yeah, for sure. That, that totally makes sense. There's so much triangulation that happens out of London Heathrow or Amsterdam or Paris or Frankfurt, all of those hub cities in Europe that uh, basically go in every direction. You're kind of in a destination location now. You know, we took a few flights to get to you. Not that it's a small city. It's it's a big city, but it's not a hub. No, it's not. That's cool. That's cool. We. Well, I'm excited to hear that about Europe because you probably are somewhat familiar. We're doing, beginning to do some work in Europe that we, for the first time, I I was there, I think it was last year. It may have been slightly more. I was in Italy and Germany for about 10 days or so. And I really got the Lord, got my attention. He got my attention in the form of a dream that kind of took the third world chip off my shoulder, if you will, <laughs> for those of us who are working in the third world. Yeah. You know, we, 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 what are you talking about developed, the developed yeah. world? We're doing worthwhile work, you know, which, you know, I, I guess I'm not putting that on you guys, but I had kind of an attitude about the developed world. And I really felt like the Lord very kindly, very gently Removed all doubt (laughs) (laughs) on my perspective there. And so we're going to be back in Europe before this goes live, you know, maybe a couple of months. We'll be in at the end of September and the beginning of October, be in London and also in France in a couple of places. And then we're doing a little event in Sweden right at the beginning of October. And for folks from the South, I bet it's going to be cold. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Even by then, it'll be as cold as it sure. ever gets here, you know, and then we'll be headed back. But we're planning in like 18 to 24 months from now, we're planning like a team. What I'm doing this time is more of a scouting mission in London and France, kind of like what I did in Italy and Germany before. In 18 to 24 months or so, we're going to try to do spend 10 or 15 days on the ground in four or five countries. So we want to collaborate with you guys on that. Right now, it's just in the very formative stages. But 18 sure. to 24 months from now, you guys will be in in Oxford. Yes, sir. We will be. We will be. Yeah. And uh, we'll be looking forward to that collaboration and to seeing you and, 
and all of that. Um, yeah, look. Um, wow, Scott, it's just uh, it's kind of freaking me out to think about it even more. But amazingly, the Lord's causing us to leave our comfort, the place that we've learned how to live and persist and walk around in and, and do our thing. You know, things just kind of tick on. Leave leave the third world where we've grown kind of accustomed to living mm-hmm. and really do enjoy it fully and head to the first world, <laughs> which is really a new frontier. And we just can't wait to see how that works out. And we can't wait to have you guys with us too. Mm. Yes. Looking forward to that. Um, it's an interesting segue of timing there. You know, I just anticipate the Lord making that everything he wants it to be. It's going to be great to have you guys a little closer. Anytime I go that way, I'm going most typically through those cities to get there. And we'll share some barbecue and some tacos while you're in Texas. That'll be that'll be my hope and and a nice quality coffee to go with it. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate the chance to catch up with y'all. More than one, absolutely. Let's let's do. And I got to get you back to Mexico, uh, Rod, like last time when you were in. Yeah, uh, we'll. Uh, a bit of an unexpected experience, but it was a good one. It was great. Yeah, very very cool. Enjoyed it. I'll be over and back at least once by the time this airs. But yeah, we uh, we're thankful for the time we shared there, and and I felt like the Lord just, you know, again, exceeded expectations as he always does. What can we pray for you guys about? And again, if someone wanted to reach out, be in touch, what's the best way to make contact? Any prayer requests in particular, buddy? Um, I think it's a smooth transition. You know, it's not easy when you're leaving everything you've grown accustomed to. I mean, we've been here for 13 years, so it's kind of a a bit of a daunting thing thinking about when you have to give away everything that you own and have become familiar with to start over again in a new place. So smooth transition would probably be a big thing. I think that'd be a big thing. I'm praying and wanting people to pray for us for for the time that's there, this airs in December. It'll be the first time Christmas time that we've been home in years and years. So we pray that it's a good Christmas time and, and New Year with our family. That's real important. Yeah, yes. you know, the visa process is always an interesting process. So we'll we'll be going through that as well. So folks can pray for that too. It may or may not be completed at the time that this airs. I don't know, my man. Um, I just think um, kind of the typical thing. Um, just pray for us to walk courageously and to step in faith like we know we're supposed to when the time and moment arises to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A lot of times there's a key moment, you know, or two or three or more. And yeah. uh, we just want to make sure we step that way, step towards the Lord and trust him whenever he asks us to. We know we're not going to do everything right, but um, we're going to try, try real hard, real hard to trust him with everything we do, because that's what we've learned. If we'll trust him, he'll do more than we thought he was going to do. Amen. He will. I believe it, man. Well, thank y'all for that. Now, if in the meantime or at a time when someone hears this, if they want to reach out to you guys, I know your website's in process. I think by the time this airs, you'll be 
back in business. So IRC Ministries, plural. Yeah. IRCMinistries.org. This podcast made possible through the partnership of Engaging Mission Show, bringing missions home, and encouraging you to hear a message, make connections, and take action. Find out more at engagingmissions.com. Thanks for joining us for the FX Missions podcast from the forefront. If you'd like to find out more about FX Missions, please do so at our blog, fxmissions.com. Quite a bit of content out there. We hope you enjoy it. Also, if you'd like to rate us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use, we would really appreciate it. And find out more about today's guest at our Facebook page. Just search for From the Forefront on Facebook. If you know of someone who should be featured on From the Forefront because of their Forefront missions experience or exploits, please reach out to us at info at fxmissions.com. Thanks again for joining us. And until next time, I'm Scott McClelland, and you have a good one.